Here is the closing Schwab market update as of 4.15 p.m. Eastern Time, 15 minutes after market close for Thursday, June 16. U.S. equities finished solidly lower, continuing a fairly common pattern of a reversal of a move on a Fed day, which saw equities rally yesterday after the central bank raised rates by 75 basis points, the largest increase since 1994, and suggested it may have to continue to be as aggressive. Schwab's chief investment strategist Lizanne Saunders notes how following the Fed's rate hike, concerns are elevated about a recession, which we believe is the base case. She adds that higher rates and tighter financial conditions suggest equity risk premiums are still too low and valuations still too high. In other signs of tightening monetary policies, the Bank of England raised its benchmark interest rate by 25 basis points, as expected, while the Swiss National Bank surprised the markets with a 50 basis point rate hike. Treasuries were higher with yields falling and the yield curve steepening, and the U.S. dollar tumbled while crude oil prices rose and gold gained ground. In equity news, Abbott Laboratories had to halt production of baby formula at a plant in Michigan due to flooding, and Kroger topped earnings estimates and raised its guidance, but its margins declined more than expected. The economic calendar showed housing construction activity dropped, jobless claims moderated by a smaller amount than expected, and manufacturing output in Philadelphia unexpectedly fell into contraction territory. Europe finished broadly lower as the markets digested the monetary policy actions from around the globe, while Asia was mixed. The Dow Jones Industrial Average fell 741 points, or 2.4%, to 29,927. The S&P 500 Index lost 123 points, or 3.3%, to 3,667. And the Nasdaq Composite plunged 453 points, or 4.1%, to 10,646. In heavy volume, 5.6 billion shares of NYSE-listed stocks were traded, and 5.6 billion shares changed hands on the NASDAQ. WTI crude oil was $2.27 higher to $117.58 per barrel. Elsewhere, the gold spot price rose $35.30 to $1,854.90 per ounce. And the dollar index lost 1.4% to 103.73. In equity news on Thursday, stocks remain volatile, and this week the S&P 500 joined the Nasdaq and Russell 2000 in bear market territory. Persistently hot inflation has forced the Fed to get more aggressive with its monetary policy and yesterday raised the target for the Fed funds rate by 75 basis points and signaled more hikes to come, as discussed by Schwab's Lizanne Saunders in her article, Fed Goes for Inflation's Jugular with 75 Basis Point Rate Hike. Lizanne examines the rate hike and how the Fed vowed to forcefully tackle inflation while conceding that a path to a soft landing has become more challenging. Amid this backdrop, Lizanne notes in her article, Panic is not a strategy, nor is greed, how disciplined investing helps investors navigate through volatile environments. You can follow Lizanne on Twitter, at Lizanne Saunders. And you can read all of our market commentary, including our commentaries, Stock Market Volatility, Bear Market Territory, 
and seven investing strategies to prepare for bear markets on our insights and education page. And you can follow us on Twitter at Schwab Research. Abbott Laboratories, ticker symbol ABT, was in focus after the company had to halt production at a plant in Michigan for some of its Elecare specialty baby formula products as it assesses damage caused by a storm that resulted in flooding. Abbott Laboratories traded lower. Kroger, ticker symbol KR, reported adjusted first quarter earnings per share of $1.45 versus the $1.29 faxed estimate as revenues grew 8% year-over-year to $44.6 billion, above the street's expectation of $44.2 billion. The company's gross margin came in below estimates, decreasing due to continued strategic price investments and higher supply chain costs. Kroger raised its full-year guidance, but its same-store sales outlook has a midpoint that was below expectations. Shares were lower. In economic news on Thursday, housing starts for May fell 14.4% month-over-month to an annual pace of 1,549,000 units, below the Bloomberg consensus estimate of a 1,693,000 unit pace, and compared to April's upwardly revised pace of 1,810,000 units. Building permits, one of the leading indicators tracked by the conference board as it is a gauge of future construction, dropped by 7% month-over-month to an annual rate of 1,695,000, south of expectations calling for 1,778,000 units, and compared to the upwardly revised 1,823,000 unit pace in April. Weekly initial jobless claims came in at a level of 229,000 for the week ended June 11th versus estimates calling for 217,000 and versus the prior week's upwardly revised 232,000 level. The four-week moving average rose by 2,750 to 218,500 and continuing claims for the week ended June 4th increased by 3,000 to 1,312,000 versus estimates of 1,304,000. The four-week moving average of continuing claims dipped by 750 to 1,317,500. The Philly Fed Manufacturing Business Outlook Index unexpectedly fell into contraction territory with a reading below zero for June. The index dropped to negative 3.3 versus estimates of an increase to positive 5.0 from May's positive 2.6 level. A softer than expected report came as new orders dropped sharply into negative territory and shipments decelerated solidly and inventories contracted, though employment growth accelerated. Prices paid decelerated but continued to expand at a severely elevated pace. Treasuries were higher with the yield curve steepening slightly after noticeably flattening as high inflation data forced the Fed to aggressively tighten its monetary policy with a 75 basis point hike yesterday and signal more hikes to come. Check out Schwab's chief fixed income strategist Kathy Jones's 2022 mid-year outlook fixed income in which she discusses how returns should be better for fixed-income investors in the second half of 2022 now that interest rates have reset higher. However, we still expect volatility to remain high as central banks shift away from easy-money policies.
Be sure to follow Kathy on Twitter at Kathy Jones. The yield on the two-year Treasury note was down 15 basis points to 3.12%. The yield on the 10-year note declined 14 basis points to 3.25%. And the 30-year bond rate lost 10 basis points to 3.30%. The economic calendar will close out the week with the Fed's industrial production and capacity utilization report for May, forecasted to show that the former rose 0.4% month over month and the latter nudged higher to 79.2%. The leading economic index, or LEI, will also be released, with economists calling for a decline of 0.4% month over month during May. In international news on Thursday, European equities were broadly lower, with the markets digesting yesterday's aggressive 75 basis point rate hike from the Fed, while reacting to the Bank of England's decision to raise its benchmark interest rate by 25 basis points in line with expectations. However, the big monetary policy story today was the surprise 50 basis point rate hike by the Swiss National Bank, which had the Swiss franc soaring. The moves followed yesterday's European Central Bank emergency meeting to address the volatility in the markets and divergent moves in the bond markets in the Eurozone that has seen Italian rates surge. The European Central Bank decided to use flexibility in reinvesting redemptions coming due from its bond purchase program to try to preserve the functioning of its monetary policy transmission mechanism. The euro and the British pound were solidly higher versus the U.S. dollar. Bond yields in the eurozone were mixed as yields in Italy and Switzerland declined, while rates in the U.K. moved solidly to the upside. In economic news, EU new car registrations continued to fall in May and Eurozone labor costs decelerated in the first quarter. Schwab's chief global investment strategist Jeffrey Kleintop offers his 2022 mid-year outlook global stocks and economy, discussing how economic uncertainty may have peaked in the first half of 2022 but could still contribute to volatility and affect market performance for the remainder of the year. You can follow Jeff on Twitter, at Jeffrey Kleintop. The UK FTSE 100 index fell 3.1%. Germany's DAX index and Italy's FTSE MIB index dropped 3.3%. France's CAC 40 index declined 2.4%. Spain's IBEX 35 index decreased 1.2%. And Switzerland's Swiss market index was down 2.9%. Stocks in Asia finished mixed as the markets digested yesterday's aggressive rate hike out of the U.S., which came amid increased recession uncertainty and persisting inflation pressures. The Fed's decision was accompanied by an emergency meeting by the European Central Bank yesterday, which announced measures to try to combat fragmentation of bond yields in the region. The markets also awaited today's monetary policy decisions from the Bank of England and the Swiss National Bank. Meanwhile, China has loosened monetary policy to try to stabilize its economy that has been slowing due to COVID-induced lockdowns, and the Bank of Japan is expected to hold its accommodative policy steady tomorrow after this week ramping up bond purchases to defend its 10-year benchmark rate. In other monetary policy moves, Taiwan raised its benchmark interest rate, but by a smaller amount than expected. Economic data in the region was also digested, with Japan's imports accelerating sharply in May, topping estimates, while its export growth also accelerated but came in slightly softer than expected. 
Additionally, China's new home prices continued to dip last month, and Australia's employment change increased more than anticipated in May. China's economy has slowed, contributing to the global growth concerns, and Schwab's Jeffrey Kleintop discusses in his article, Recession in China, how China's economy and consumer market has likely slipped into a recession, at least by China's standards. Jeff takes a look at the short-term and long-term impacts of any extended disruption of the lockdowns on consumer spending and business output. Japan's Nikkei 225 index rose 0.4% with the yen choppy and continuing to rebound somewhat from a recent plunge versus the U.S. dollar. China's Shanghai Composite Index decreased 0.6% and the Hong Kong Hang Seng Index fell 2.2%. Australia's S&P ASX 200 index dipped 0.2%, South Korea's KOSPI index ticked 0.2% higher, and India's S&P BSE Sensex 30 index dropped 2%. Tomorrow's international economic calendar will hold the Bank of Japan's monetary policy decision and CPI from the Eurozone.